Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. What a crazy week. It began with a gaff-tastic Joe Biden, essentially attempting, or accidentally attempting, or something, to start World War III by announcing overseas that regime change would be a good idea in Russia and that our troops would soon be fighting in Ukraine. Oh, and might use chemical weapons while they're there. The White House had to walk all that back. So did NATO. NATO's leadership issued a near unanimous condemnation of Joe Biden's babblings. That's still shocking to me. Poor Emmanuel Macron, the leader of France, was chosen for this. Because when Biden's speaking like that in Poland, he's not just speaking for the U.S. He's speaking for NATO, too. And they're trying to stay out of the war. Our elites are clearly trying to get us into. So poor Emmanuel Macron drew the short stick, apparently. And he was dispatched to tell the U.K. Telegraph that Joe Biden, well, here are their words, is facing an international backlash from his own allies after calling for regime change in Russia. Emmanuel Macron led a chorus of disapproval following the U.S. president's comments. They write in the Telegraph's one of the three big dailies in the U.K. It's mainstream media. And our media didn't really explain to the American people how badly Biden humiliated us on the world stage. Downing Street, that's the prime minister of the U.K., chimed in, too, saying it was for the Russian people to choose their leader, not us. Even a senior U.S. diplomat went on the record saying Mr. Biden had, quote, made a dangerous situation more dangerous and threatened to extend the scope and duration of the conflict. Rebuking his U.S. counterpart, Mr. Macron, the French president, said on Sunday, quote, I think we must do everything to avoid the situation getting out of hand. I wouldn't use those kind of words because I'm still in talks with President Putin. So you literally have Joe out there trying to start World War Three, maybe deliberately, maybe not hard to say. And undermining everything NATO's doing to stay out of it. This, as Biden's budget came out back home and showed that we'll be spending more than twice what we're spending on our own border to secure Ukraine's border. By halfway through the week, we learned that that's because Joe Biden doesn't have any plans to secure our border at all. In fact, they plan to drop something called Title 42, which is part of the federal law that says that we can block people from coming in during a pandemic that's gonna be crazy because when they do it in may there's 170,000 people according to the uk daily mail waiting outside the country to stampede across those numbers are almost unfathomable but it gets worse 
The UK Daily Mail reported by midweek that Department of Homeland Security officials, you might want to sit down for this or pull over if you're driving. Department of Homeland Security officials said they expect 18,000 people to thunder across our border per month. Oh, no. Per week. Nope. Per day. They're expecting the highest ever flow. 18,000 per day. That's 500,000 per month. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. That's what they're expecting. Wait a minute. That's 6 million per year. Yep. They're expecting a very high flow. 6 million per year. Up from the record-breaking 2 million per year, 1 million every six months that Joe Biden's doing now. Lifting Title 42, which they don't have to do. I mean, they're still making us wear masks on planes. They could keep the COVID stuff in place as long as they want. No, they're just doing this because what they're running at the border is the world's largest ever voter drive. They think these people will vote for them. And they got to get them in the voting booth, which explains why they're forecast to come over at such high numbers. Brandon Judd, who is the president of the Border Patrol, explained why. Because Biden is introducing field adjudication officers that will hand out asylum so they won't have to go to court that's a violation of federal law they could just hand it out like candy we're supposed to have hearings and findings of fact but they can do it in the field now you got to understand why this would drive a flow as big as half a million a month this is why the department of homeland security is anticipating this because asylum was only ever intended to be given in federal law you know and by congress To the worst of the worst. Like your government is literally persecuting you and trying to kill you. It's a Soviet era reward, mainly meant for dissidents. And was only ever supposed to be given to a couple dozen people a year. That's it. That's how hard it was supposed to be to get. And the reason is this. You get a full contingent lifetime welfare benefits. American citizens can't even get that. We're capped for a family of four at around $52,000 worth of welfare benefits. This asylum has no cap. Any kind of benefit you can get approved for at any level, you can have it for life. And they will be conferring it on anybody in the field. Well, they feel like it will be thousands to tens of thousands to millions. So this is why the Department of Homeland Security is anticipating this. Look, we can just enforce federal law. Joe just refuses to. So we're about to see something we've never seen before. But folks, I predicted this on my radio show here in Greenville. I predicted it because when Biden ran for office on his campaign website, they had a Biden Sanders plan. He wrote his agenda with Sanders. They co-authored it. And in it, they said they plan to welcome, quote, welcome their word, not mine, all of the world's migrants. Yeah, well, that's between 130 and 160 million, according to Pew and Gallup, depending on which estimate you believe. 130 to 160. So, I mean, to get those numbers in, and they said all, I mean, you're going to have to do at least 6 million a year just, just, just to hit, you know, some decent numbers. And that's what they're doing. It's shocking, but nowhere near what it's about to be. Can you imagine the visuals on 170,000 people stampeding across the border? Oh, by the way, the UK Daily Mail reported uh, that Department of Homeland Security officials say they expect that will collapse the immigration system completely. That's going to get wild. Anyway, Title 42 will be lifted in in May, on May 23rd. So watch for that. I'm sure we'll be talking about it a lot more. But that was only the beginning of the insanity. I've only taken you through Wednesday. By the beginning of the week, we'd learned the yield curve had inverted. You can look up what that is, but it almost always means 
a recession. It has every time that it's happened since 1955 that the shorter term bonds have uh, eclipsed the longer term bonds in terms of yield. It's boring, but it means we're having a recession, which you would have thought would be the top news coming out of the weekend. But nobody cared. No, we were all talking about Will Smith. Hmm. A recession along with near record breaking inflation. You think that'd be a story. You'd think it'd be a story that inflation, due only to our government's printing, monopoly money, would be a big story too. Or the fact that in November, Bloomberg reported that it was costing Americans an extra $276 a month for a family of four, and today it's $433 a month. That's a heck of a hike. But nobody cared. It was all about Will Smith. Oh, And by the way, we're supposed to have food shortages too, but nobody's really talking about that either. Nope, it's the slap heard around the world. And I'm not going to say much about that, like I said, other than to read this tweet, which pretty much wraps it all up. Isabella Maria DeLuca sent it out. Will Smith defends his wife on national TV with violence and gets praised. Parents defend their children at school board meetings with words and get labeled as domestic terrorists. Yep, the DOJ, Department of Injustice, and FBI um, have actually minted a whole new division to go after those parents who say mean things at school board meetings. Meanwhile, this weekend, uh, going into the week from Europe, Joe Biden announces (laughs) there'll be food shortages. It'll get real. Why? According to Joe, it's because of the Russian sanctions. You know, we've all got to share the pain and all. And he drops that bomb on us right before he tells us that the sanctions, you know, that we're all supposed to suffer food shortages from, aren't really working. They didn't deter him at all. So why are we doing this then? Why are we scheduling these food shortages? Why not drop the sanctions? He didn't explain it. Nobody asked. And nobody's really talked about it since, which is bizarre. And nobody seems to have any curiosity at all about when they'll take place, how extreme they'll be, or even if the government has any kind of plan to deal with them in any way. The only hint that anything was going on came midweek when the president of BlackRock warned everybody that an entitled generation needed to brace for the shock. He used the word shock of these shortages. For the first time, he said, this generation is going to go into a store and not be able to get what they want. That's BlackRock co-founder Rob Capito. He seemed pretty excited about that, actually. And we have a very entitled generation, he said, that has never had to sacrifice. I would put on your seatbelt because this is something we haven't seen, he said. This, too, should have been a major news story. It wasn't because BlackRock is one of the world's biggest investment firms, and they own shares in just about every major food production company on earth, all the ones you've heard of. So better than just about anyone, Rob Capito would know what's coming food-wise. And he seems giddy about it. By the way, he's worth $400 million. So this won't be his family scrounging for food. Just yours. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Other than that, though, nobody really seems interested or to care. And that's wild for me as a reporter because... I mean, normally, I mean, we've never heard food shortages in our lives. You'd think there'd be follow-up questions. What's the extent? When will it take place? But nobody cares. Nobody's even asking how bizarre we must look to the people around the world. By midweek, Putin was openly campaigning in a historic speech for everyone on earth to drop the dollar because it's so unstable. And he's right because in the beginning of the week, Joe Biden unveiled his budget. It featured a grotesque level of spending, an almost bizarre level of spending for a country already at a 40-year high from inflation, from printing. Want to guess how much it spends? It's, you almost can't wrap your minds around it. $20,000 on average for every American and $50,000 on average for a family of four. Keep in mind, folks, about 41% of Americans will not pay taxes toward that budget. We just figure we'll keep using the printing press. While Russia and China openly conduct a historic currency war against us, that we are losing. We are getting absolutely killed. Which brings us to the second tweet of the week. From No Risk, No Reward. You can find these all on my Twitter feed, at Tara Servatius. Here it is. Russian ruble fully recovered from post-Ukraine invasion slump. Putin in the driver's seat, demanding all payments for Russian gas from April 1st in rubles or contracts canceled. So NATO members, that's us, that's the West. So NATO members have effectively sanctioned themselves and screwed over their own citizens. Yes, pretty much. So the ruble has recovered. The dollar is in freefall. And I don't know if folks caught the biggest deal this week. Germany just entered gas rationing, right? Because Russia wants them to pay in rubles. And they said, no, 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 we want to go on paying in dollars and we want to pay in our own currency. And Putin said, no, no, no. Well, while we decide, I'll let you pay in euros in rubles, but then you're going to pay in rubles. He's going to win because Europe has uh, no leg to stand on here. But what just happened essentially was that Putin cut the dollar out of energy payments, which it almost all of it was in the dollar before that that Russian gas was bought in dollars by the EU. He just cut us out. That is going to have an unbelievable impact on the value of the dollar. You think chicken's expensive in the grocery store now? Oh, you just wait. So he was even willing to let them trade in a little bit of their own currency if they wanted to. But here's the hilarious part. He's making them run it through a Russian financial institution. 
So we just sanctioned Russia, and Europe did too, and kicked him out of the world financial institutions, and they're making us use theirs. (laughs) Anyway, it's going to wreck the dollar, but no one in America is any the wiser. So why is the ruble, the Russian currency, inflated in value now? Oh, because of their new partnership with India. Do you remember how tight India was with us under Trump? Yeah, they've left the house. They're they're gone. They're with Russia now. And our desperation showed. It wasn't reported in the Western media. Nothing that matters ever is. But they sent out a U.S. deputy national security advisor to threaten India because they've agreed to buy oil from Russia in rupees and rubles, and they're in the middle of a trade deal to also buy goods and commodities from Russia in rupees and rubles, not the dollar like they used to. Again, this is going to kneecap the value of a dollar that's already struggling to survive, that's seeing near record-breaking levels of inflation. This will catch on worldwide. Everybody wants to use their own currency. It boosts it and lets them print. Thinking, Think of it as getting a little piece of our printing press that we seem to think is still ours. A printing press we still seem to think can print $50,000 for every family and $20,000 for every citizen. I can't get over it. With only with 41% of us not even paying taxes. We're delusional. And we're going to see it soon. So we sent them out to threaten India against doing this deal with Russia. Here's what we said, the U.S. Deputy NSA who threatened India. There will be consequences. India must not expect that Russia, as a junior partner of China, would assist India if there was more incursions along the line of actual control. So what are they saying? They're saying, well, you know, if you have to fight the Chinese on your border, which they do regularly, the Indians do, we're we're, we're not going to be there to help. India don't care. We don't help them now. So India just left the wheelhouse. Oh, and they drop kicked the dollar too. This is a death to the dollar of a thousand cuts. But watch American television, and they're not even talking about this currency war we're in with Russia and China. They're talking about the ground war in Ukraine, and you'd think that Putin was losing. He's not. He's kicking our butt in the only world that ma- war that matters. That's the currency war. And it is eroding our dollar and our lifestyle by the day. But anyway, the most stunning tweet of the week was actually written a couple of weeks ago, but it went viral this week. It was from the president of El Salvador, and it's profound. His name is Nayib Bukili, and he tweeted a copy of a Bloomberg piece. I don't know if you remember the one where the elites were telling us that if you earn less than $300,000, you might want to start taking the bus, stop eating meat and eat lentils, kill your animals, get rid of them because you won't be able to afford them. You remember all that. Just get used to inflation. Embrace it. In response to that article, which documented the disintegration of the American lifestyle, the economic lifestyle that we had, he wrote this. The most powerful country in the world is falling so fast that it makes you rethink what are the real reasons. Something so big and powerful can't be destroyed so quickly unless the enemy comes from within. If he's thinking it, every world leader is thinking it. And this is why India just fled our dollar and joined Russia and China. They can all see it. Naib Bukili is just the only one saying it out loud. Why can't half of America see it? I can't help but wonder if that's on purpose to transition us to the digital currency I told you all about in yesterday's podcast. You know the one, run out of the central bank, 
that would be dominated by the EU and the U.S., the one where they pre-program the money, so they and only they get to decide what it's spent on. You can listen to yesterday's podcast for the details of that, including the mainstream media sources I got it all from. Well, Russia and China want no part of that. Neither does India, because it would be a de facto coup on their leadership. They want to control their own citizens, not have us do it through currency. And it was wild to hear this admitted that this system of total control by pre-programming of currency by the central bank is coming from the stage. It was admitted from the stage at the World Government Summit, which wrapped up this week by Pippa Malgren. She's an economist. Listen to the world she intends for you to live in. This is the one that Russia and China are in open rebellion against. This is why they're taking any currency but the dollar, letting countries pay in their own currencies. They're trying to fragment the world's currency system so that the West, i.e. us in the EU, can't get the upper hand using digital currency and rule the world, including their own citizens with it. Listen to what Pippa Malgren admitted from the stage is coming next. What underpins a world order is always the financial system. I, I was very privileged. My father was an advisor to Nixon when they came off the gold standard in 71. And so I was brought up with a kind of inside view of how very important the financial structure is to absolutely everything else. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting, is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. Could it be that our elites are deliberately trying to destroy the dollar to force our transition to this financial system. And seeing that, China and Russia are trying to fragment it before that can happen so they retain control over their own citizens. I know the second part's true. It's the first part. Is Washington breaking the dollar on purpose to get to this system? I don't know, but they're clearly breaking the economy. The International Energy Agency warned us last week that we're facing a record oil shock in April, one of the worst that the world has ever seen. And they're very specific about why. Number one, because the Russian oil is off the market. Number two, because about 1.5 million barrels a day of American oil are also off the market. Oil that we produced under Trump, but that Biden is holding back with his restrictions, including 4,500 leases right now that they just refuse to approve. They're in process that these drillers and frackers desperately need. So what does Biden do this week? Tell us gas prices are going to be high forever. Oh, and um, that we could save $80 a month if we buy electric cars. You know, they average $56,000 a piece, right? Oh, and put solar panels on your home. Yeah, sure. I've got $25,000 for that. No big deal. It sounded absurd. But the Democrats wanted the markets to know one thing for certain. No matter the level of pain that's coming, that they are not backing down. They will not drill more. They will not go back to the Trump era. 
That was a deliberate signal to the oil markets, which are futures markets, so that they would keep the prices high. And instead of just returning to the Trump era policies, which wouldn't require us to do anything new, it would just mean lifting the regulatory burden. We could put another 1.5 million barrels a day on the world market and bring down the price because we'd be controlling the price then, not OPEC, just as we did under Trump. That's why the prices were so low. Anyway, Democrats wanted to make sure the markets knew. No way, no how we're doing that. Keep the prices high. Here's everyone from Nancy Pelosi to the White House spokesperson saying it. We cannot allow the fossil fuel industry to use this as an excuse to reverse everything we're doing to save the planet. The United States needs to do everything it can to accelerate toward energy security and true energy independence. And the only way that we can ultimately do that is to reduce and eliminate our dependence on uh, fossil fuels. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 